Nick, 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 A wise man once told me everyone gets to participate. Only a select few possess the will to really dominate. Is you ready for the show? Then let a brother know. News you could use if you choose to condone. If we talking comics, then my homie in the zone. Putting on for the nap town as a whole. Don't change the channel, there ain't no comparison. We can all debate if you ain't scared of the embarrassment. Don't play with Derek if you ain't bold and daring. They'll hit you with the Blitzkrieg, but he not the Baron. Ooh. Now's the time to dominate, don't do it for the cash. cash. Finally a critic who just does it for the clash. clash. Uploading all the content in a flash. If he keep it up, he gonna have to commandeer a mask. Dominating Impulse. Yo. King of the podcast. The casual gamer. The contrarian. Controversial critic. Man with the plan. I am your humble host, D. Smith, and this is Dominating Impulse the podcast and i would like to thank you guys for rocking with me for another hard-hitting edition this is gonna be our 90s nick edition written well well by my man night at the round table just old ball j will so kudos to him yeah ladies and gentlemen i'm feeling real good today as i always am as we always do this is gonna be the greatest show we ever gave y'all truth in the booth told you first a lot of shit's going on in the world, so when you turn on the podcast, my goal is to make you laugh, to make you think, to make you really elevate your mind to a level that you can enjoy our topics, you know, to the maximum efficiency. So, so peep game. Night to the round table in the building. Y'all know how we do comic, gaming, movie, sports, TV, life, but uh, I wanted to touch on this. So, I stopped in a GameStop the other day, right? And, um... Me and the gentleman were having a, a, a good old discussion. It was a customer, and it was the, the GameStop employee. Peep game, check this out. We was, like, just talking, and I'm like, bro, what is a casual gamer? And I know we keep talking about this, but I'm just, I just want people to really understand that you're spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars up to about a stack, you know, to play three or four games. Now, I get it. You got wife, you got kids, you got girlfriend, you got your job, and you kind of just want to unplug, and that's what it's for. Bro, I'm with you, but I'm not with you. You're spending too much money on this shit, and, we n- and you're not even getting the efficiency of your processor. If you're a guy, I don't care how many hours of 2K you play. If you're a guy who only plays 2K in Mad number one, you're not even achieving the highest potential of your graphics card. That's first. So think about that. And then two, like no one's saying you have to dive into the Final Fantasies or the Japanese base exclusive that are mostly based on Sony. But there's so many good games out there. Let's stretch your mind beyond Call of Duty, beyond Madden, beyond 2K. One of the best games ever is FIFA. I know it's a sports game, but that's one of the most highest selling franchise games ever. Check this out. One of the most highly successful games ever. It's Overwatch, a shooter game. New England Patriots have just invested $20 million into an E-League exclusively for Overwatch players. Now, come on, guys. Now, the NBA is trying to step their game up this year. They're launching eight 2K E-League teams. So we'll see how that takes off and, you know, if the traction and the money follows. Because sports games are very, very, very overrated. But that's just my opinion, ladies and gentlemen. You know how I do. <laughs> but uh, it, w- it was some real dialogue. You know what I'm saying? The guy was just breaking down to us that the difference is, you know, what people want to play. I know a lot of people telling me, well, you know, I-, I-, I like to play this and I like to play that. All I'm telling you is don't buy all this money on a $500 console and you keep playing the same game over and over and over and over and over. Like maximize your shit. You know what I'm saying? You can't get stuck out here. Well, how do I go? If you put syrup on it, they don't make it pancakes. You can't get lost in the sauce, B. You can't get lost in the sauce. Like, but uh, yeah, shout out to Just O Ball, 90s Nick, 
man, he put the he put a hell of a show together for you guys. So I'm gonna let you know the Knights of the Round Table come in and do their thing. Y'all know I'm gonna be back to close out to give you guys what y'all need. Dominating Impulse, the podcast. Truth, I'm out. Let's get it popping. Truth in the booth, Knights of the Round Tables. Ha ha ha. This is Jay Church. What it do? This is Just O'Ball. I love 90s Nick, finally here. We put it on delay for y'all. Sorry for the wait. Y'all ready to go in? I'm ready. Written by Knight Just O'Ball. How you feel, bro? Pen and pass skills came in, did went ham with the amps. I mean, I was just trying to do my thing, put in what I could put into what we trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Shit, hey, this episode is so packed. Uh shit, we just gonna we just gonna go in. NFL week two church. The Colts. <laughs> I mean, like I the said, Colts. like I said. They suspect. <laughs> but, like, I was watching the game because I was playing GTA. Like, I've been heavy into There's my bunker. I was heavy into my bunker shit. So, I've been on GTA. Yeah, like, fuck the NFL right now. My fantasy is 2-0, though. <laughs> so, I've been in the GTA. I'm watching the game. And I'm like, the coach is up 13-0. to zero, Going into the fourth. Cool. I don't need to watch no more. We good. I get an alert on my phone. Should be good. Motherfucking Arizona Cardinals scored a touchdown. I'm like, all right, it's, it, it's, they still should be good. Malik Hooker then gets an interception. I'm like, what's next? Can't even predict it with the coach. You think you can turn it off in the fourth quarter, but you can't turn it off with these niggas. The coach are such a disappointment to the league. Like, not oh just to the God. state of Indiana, just to the league. It like, might be worse teams, but right now, it's the coach. I mean, we can't if people try to put it all on Andrew Luck back. Listen, at the end of the day, if one player, look at the Patriots. I'm sorry to say, you can look at the Patriots franchise and see the model. When Tom Brady was hurt last year, they had what two, three different dudes started quarterback and right. two dudes right. one game. Hey, speaking of Tom Brady, check this out. Look this stat up. In this, what is it, 17th year in the league? In 17 years in the league, it took you 17 years to throw three touchdowns in the first quarter. I mean, Peyton Manning did that out the gate in 1999. Is it a coincidence that Tom Brady has just had a really, really good GM, head coach, and defense his whole career? I mean, we can say that, but we can also say this. With that being said, that brings my point. Peyton Manning can go out there and create a play, run into perfection. Tom Brady goes out there, here's the play. Runs it to perfection. It's all about what you want. Because at the end of the day, we can't knock him. He still goes out there and makes the goddamn throw. <laughs> it's not Tom Brady's fault. <laughs> he still has to check he out. He still to has team. to check out. Actually, Tom Brady to. honestly really needs to be thanking Mo Lewis for the craziest hit I've ever seen on a quarterback. He hit Drew Bledsoe so hard, he blessed, busted the vein in his chest. Which, you know, the rest is history after that. And did y'all know who they was playing the next week? Take a guess. The, the fucking Colts. <laughs> and they got waxed. <laughs> hey, the Colts suck. Hey, but we going to jump into the 96. That's a, that's a no sport. Shout out to the uh, Harvey and Irma survivors. I know people still trying to pull their lives together. And, uh, you know, it's crazy out there. Stay away from the FEMA people because they all about the wrong shit. Stay away from the Red Cross because they ain't really trying to put the money into the people's hands who need it. So, you know, we just want to point on that. And 2K18 dropped. What y'all think about that? Ah, man. See, I I had this conversation with these guys on Facebook, and I was like, I logged on to my, my PS4, and I got, like, a diverse group of friends. So, like, I guess the statement really couldn't be elaborated on, but everybody on my friend list was either playing Grand Theft Auto or Destiny 2. Now, there was, like, about 10 people playing 2K, but this brings the question that we already asked a couple episodes ago. Sports games, are they overrated? Because y'all reactions tell me that y'all really weren't too thrilled about 2K. Like, it's 2K. I like, mean, I, I was, I'm thrilled about it because it's 2K. I'm waiting for the next 2K to drop every year. But at the end of the day, I know what it's going to be. I know it ain't going to be nothing new. I know it's not going to be. I mean, they did change, you know, the shop meter and all that type of good stuff. But at the end of the day, it's 2K. I love the soundtrack. Personally, I haven't played 
I like the soundtrack. I mean, like you said, it's 2K. I mean, in my park, shit is different now. It's my neighborhood. Yeah, it's open world and all that. You know what I'm saying? The prelude. Cool. Yeah, the open world shit is like, you that's know, cool. they really should have been did that shit. Yeah, for real. But since we talking about basketball, shout out to Kobe. Getting not one, but two jerseys retired. On the same team. <laughs> Both numbers have three-peats. No. Let that sink in. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Both of them do have three. Kobe only has Kobe five. Oh, right, right. Number eight. But two back to back. Yeah, he got two back to back. So fucking what? Kobe's great. Is he the greatest Laker ever? It's, Is he's he the has only? To be, he has he's to be the greatest. Laker. Over Magic. Over Magic. He has to be the greatest Laker ever because he's arguably the greatest player ever. Now so. is he the? Is he the greatest Key player? Key say are the Lakers? No. I still root for Michael Jordan. He's been retired for years. King James. Um, I st- I don't even like this guy, but I gotta go with Magic Johnson. That's just me. Matt, you're telling me Magic can get it done better than Kobe. Number eight, Kobe. That's what number I'm eight, Kobe. Kobe. Number you know what? I was just Kobe. listening to Tiger too. T. Raw, Young Kobe. Kobe. Come on, man. Come on, <laughs> <Kobe>. tripping. <laughs> Magic did, did. Magic Magic got one jersey return. I'll give you that. Kobe got two. He got two. Fuck it. Uh. You know, as you guys know, October 10th, DC TV will be returning. Uh, J. Will, Just Ball. When does Gotham return? I know October it returns. October 2nd. Said I thought just, it was September or something. I thought it was this. I think I it's think this, this Thursday. Thursday. It yeah. is this Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Because we've seen it on the uh, It's this Thursday. So, so step, pay attention for that. The the growth of the Batman, a.k.a. Owlman, a.k.a. It's a Dark Knight. A Dark Knight. That's the name <laughs> of the season. We just, can we just talk about how ass that suit is? What? His I suit? Mean, it's not a suit. suit. It's, it's a trench coat. Yeah. And, and, a, and a hat. <laughs> I tried to tell you it was ass, bro. Yeah, it's, it's Thursday. It's September ass. 21st. It's ass. Oh, so Gotham's about to be rocking. So Gotham is coming back this Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. And the rest of DC TV is to return October 10th, kicking off on Monday with Supergirl. I think Supergirl's going to surprise y'all. I've seen some behind-the-scenes shit. It's, it's going to be dope. I, mean, I hope so. Decent, I, hope, I so. hope they just don't keep it too real, because then, you know, that's when they be fucking up. But jumping into our 90s Nick shit, you know what I'm saying? I know y'all been waiting on this for a minute. We put it on delay. You know what I'm saying? Had to jump back into it, so Just O'Ball, you handle your thing. Man, okay. We've been waiting on this for a long time because we know it's highly anticipated. It was highly anticipated by us. It's something we wanted to do because we know a lot of y'all grew up in this era and seen and watched a lot of this stuff and grew up watching this stuff on the TV every, not even every Saturday, every day. Because in August 11th, 1991, Nickelodeon released Nick Toons. And honestly, if you think about it, last year was the 25th anniversary of when this released. But Ren and Stimpy, Doug, Rugrats. That's all it was at first. Three cartoons. And when these first three cartoons came out, Nickelodeon was trying to, they was trying to change what they did because they had the Double Dare. They had... Uh, Fuck with Double Dare. Double Dare was good. They had, they had some <laughs> shows before Nicktoons came out. Yeah. But when these first three original Nicktoons came out, it kind of opened the door to more cartoons because... The actual company, Nickelodeon, they were scared to make cartoons because they didn't know if people were going to actually watch cartoons. And they were putting them in primetime slots around 6 o'clock, 6.30. Like, are kids going to be up watching cartoons at this time? Can I ask you a question? Is our generation the one that, like, birthed all these great cartoons? Yes. Like, if you think about The Simpsons... 28 years. South Park, 28 years. King of the Hill done had a nice, you know, run with a reboot. Uh, Family Guy done had some couple reboots. Cleveland Show, like, uh, there's so many good shows. There's so many to name. Futurama, uh, the list goes on and on. So, like, are we the ones that made, like, animation go, or, like, are we the golden age of animation when we look back at this shit? We are the golden age of the world. Think about everything we did. Back in the 90s, hip-hop took a whole different turn. Like, Hip-hop affects the world. Like, movies took a turn. Movies Definitely. affect the world. Yeah. Well, I always tell Media. people, entertainment is a microcosm of society. Like I'm so, saying, so, like, it's really out here changing people. And Ren, Ren and Stimpy, Doug, and the Rugrats, 
iconic. There's not one of them that can't go in the Hall of Fame. Like they all, they, they all in the Hall of Fame. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, they all three have. Reboot. You know, somebody. A lot of people sleep on Ren and Stimpy, but when y'all go back and watch y'all shit, y'all realize how adult that motherfucking show yeah, was. Yeah, that's what <laughs> so crazy. I got, I got something crazy. You know that I was reading online. You know, it was it was a theory about the show. Have you ever thought that Brain wasn't the smart one? I mean, he always came up with the plan, but his plans always failed. Pinky was the one who always got the job done. Wait, that's Pinky. It was Pinky in the brain. Oh, wait, you're right. <laughs> Ren was the chihuahua. Yeah, yeah Ren Stimpy was, was Stimpy was the cat. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a cat, yeah, right? Cat. Yeah, a, a lot of cat. people didn't know that, though. Is that what he was? Yeah, he was yeah, a cat, B. Cat. I didn't know that. See what I'm saying? The show was so fried, but it had so many adult innuendos. Like, on. you know what I'm saying? Do you think that, like, is that why we are the way we are? Because jump into another iconic show that, you know what I'm saying, that you worked up on here, Rocco's Modern Life. This is probably my favorite TV show. show ever under, you know, dare I say, South Park or The Simpsons. And they about to come back. And, they, and they, you know, and they definitely they rebooting that. What, what what you say? IMDb gave this an eight out of ten. I mean, I, I watching Rocco as a kid, you just thought, okay, this is fried as hell. But now that we look back at it and think about it, it was a lot of weird stuff going on in Rocco's. What about the life. next door neighbors? The big heads. The big heads. <laughs> they were toads. What do toads be? The big heads. Stone. At, at the stone. End, listen. It was an hey. episode on Rocco. And he worked at a, a sex shop. He worked at, he was a sex phone, phone operator. operator. And Miss Big Head <laughs> called him, cuz. Come on, man. Rocco was a whole different level of fried. Man, That's way I'm before saying. his time. It uh, was. Doug was like saved by the bill. Animated, animated. yeah. Like, I fuck like, with Doug. Yeah, I, yeah. I did too. Yeah. Doug, Doug, Doug is classic. Kids. But see, I think. What a lot of kids today don't have on TV is like shows like this that kind of teach you how to socialize in a fun manner. Yeah, like stuff to today is so sexual. Like you can still have fun without, you know, when I go back and watch this shit, I'm like, damn, I see why these kids out here fucked up. I'll never forget the first time I heard the word boob on Nickelodeon. I almost lost my <laughs> mind. Bro. I think I called my mom to make sure my sister wasn't watching it. Like I damn near lost it. Man, change the whole game when they start. But then you go back and look at all the Disney movies and the animated movies that we was watching as kids, and man, they were loaded with <laughs> with yeah, little subliminal messages too. Right. Hella shit, hella right. shit. But like another, another, another good show in this same block. You know, saying when they started kicking off, and this is probably one of my personal favorites. I don't know about y'all. Y'all can call it the Chick Show, call it what you want. Carissa explains it all. First off. Who doesn't want to know how the inside of a girl, of a young woman works? True. Number two, she was putting people on, well, not just people, her friends, her family. She was like, you know, like real life moments that were helping everybody. There's another one in my top that I got to say. You know, it was it was another girl show. You can call it what it is, but she had a superpower and the superpower was sick. Secret world of Alex Mack. Fuck yeah. She could turn into liquid that. metal. They like, definitely slept she on that. She was tripping. Why like, didn't they take... They didn't even have that on too long. That, they didn't have Clarissa Explains at all. They got rid of Tyena too. Like, they was tripping. Like, Good shows that kind of show not only males, but, you know, really girls. Yeah, but it kind of did show males how we should be interacting with these you young women. Still watch it as yeah, a male. Yeah, still be all right. yeah, yeah. Now, today, it's just... It's all whack. It's... What about Wild Thornberries? Hit it. Yeah, like, Wild Thornberries. Boom, boom. Shooter. <laughs> Wild Thornberries' only downfall is that they came at the end of Nickelodeon. That was their only downfall. Yeah, I don't know. Down. You think, all right, uh, Bowden Darren question. Yes, sir. Rocket Power or Wild Thornberries? I got to take Wild Thornberries. Over only, Rocket Power? because I like animals. You don't take that. He, I'm gonna take they, she was talking to animals be like I fucked with that but that's kind of like a Dr. Doolittle animated to me I fuck with the show cause I like Donnie I mean, and, and, and the sister the breakfast club animated like it was nothing but a dog high school going to the skate park getting in trouble and their uncle smokes a lot of weed and they daddy another show that was dropping real life gems you know what I'm saying and you know, it's like it was like uh, 
always wonder how do these kids be socialized to say the things they say when you just look at you know what's in the word and in TV shows like you know that's so Raven came back and it's completely different now than what it was back then you know there's so much LBGT being you know noticing that I almost think it's like subliminally being pushed into these kids damn head I don't know maybe that's just me but that's for another some other, some other shit. But uh, drop dropping these fun facts. I'm a ladies on y'all. Goosebumps was released from the book. You know what I'm saying? Lasted on air for a nice little five years, 92 to 97. Then that's when R.L.L. Stein started doing this thing more with the pen and pad. It was another another show in that block that was up there with Goosebumps. Kind of had you thinking. It was called Are You Afraid of the Dark? That show was cold as fuck. And that show was. They definitely crazy. need to bring that shit like back. Stranger Things, like, are you afraid of dark? Kind of person is kind because, like, you gotta think about it. It was horror for kids. Like you, you couldn't have your kids watching nothing too scary. When that shit used to come on, like nine thirty type shit. It was the last. It was the last. It was always the last show. It was Saturday night. Before Nick and Night came on. Come on, man. Nick and Night used to go hard. They used to have this uh, TV network. It was called Nickelodeon Games and Sports, and they had all the games and sports from Nickelodeon. Shit, so games and sports. Man, what you talking uh, about? Look, guts? Listen, Come on, bro. We gotta talk about they guts. Had, they had guts on there. Guts was definitely in the rotation always. It was always guts. Episode. Double Dare two thousand. They had all the <laughs> They had wild and crazy. They had a show that I've Wild never seen. Wild and crazy kids. That boy was serious. Yeah. They yeah. had one that I've never seen. It's called Finders Keepers. I ain't never seen that. All listen, it is. They had some listen, old shows. All it is, bro, is a big ass house. Like, it's a movie set house. So you feel me? So there's no front. You, but you can see all the rooms. All you do is go to different rooms, fuck shit up, looking for this object that's the answer to this riddle. He just asked you. And at the end of, and at the end you gotta run through the whole house and get like five. And if you get five, you get like a trip to Hawaii, a Toys R Us gift card and like some other shit. I'm like, damn, why didn't I That sounds hard, but I see why it didn't last long. Right. <laughs> I mean it was one of them shows. Well, I gotta ask y'all this. We ain't talked about this show. Maybe we should take a break here. And you know what I'm saying? Have a little discussion about tacos. And then we're going to come back and then we're going to talk about this show. I love tacos almost more than nachos. Just add some cilantro or add some jalapenos. Tacos are like gold good, hot, or cold. Tacos are my pain. As a matter of fact, Tacos are the only reason I'm not going crazy. Now, who doesn't love a good taco? Especially when you're watching some TV or just really having some fun. So that was a nice little message from, you know what I'm saying, our providers. So church, we ain't talked about this show yet, and I feel like we should. All that, what's, what's, what's up with it? All that was classic. Sketch comedy for kids, like... It was it was on time. We needed it. It was teaching kids. I feel like we lived in the era where Saturdays were at their peak mm-hmm. in the mornings and come prime time. Saturdays so like, and Friday it's, nights. It's like all right, you got TGIF, and then you got the Fox action on Saturday mornings. You go, you know, with your family, do all your shit throughout the day, and then Friday, and then Saturday nights is on with all that. Like you oh, said, sketch comedy. Uh, what was your favorite favorite part of all that? Can y'all go on my yeah. TikTok one? That's Cargo. <laughs> hey, that shit was probably <laughs> my favorite one. was good, but him or, or Amanda Bynes, I mean, not Amanda Bynes, uh, Lori Beth Denberg. Mm-hmm. She, she was? was <laughs> she Hold was on. Fried. Y'all she ain't saying Bag and Sack and Barry? Nah, Pizza man. Face was fried. Or Repair Man? Repair Man, 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 man. I almost forgot about that. That, was <laughs> that, that, was a great, that might be the best one. That was uh, what was the lactose intolerant superhero? Mm, mm. I can't remember. I can't his even name. remember. Remember the one they used I to do with Charles Keenan, though. Yeah. 
A lot of them were Keenan and yeah, Lori Beth. Exactly. <laughs> yes. When Amanda uh, came on, she started doing yeah. a lot too. Lori Beth Denberg. Dear Ashley. Yeah. That's me. Hey, y'all know Amanda Bonds is like real life crazy. So maybe when they were shooting that shit, maybe. it was like Robin Williams, she was having like an episode. Maybe yeah. she should have been Harley Quinn. She's real life crazy. Hey, mm-hmm. I don't know. We might need to holler at Warner Brothers. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. She realized. I always forgot about uh, Nick Cannon being on all that, too. He did come in in the later years mm-hmm. when it started mm-hmm. to get more mature, the kind of Team Nick-esque format yeah, you, could, you could always tell he didn't want to be on TV. He wanted to be in movies, and he wanted to make that movie. So, uh, I got to ask, who had the best career post-Nick from all that? You know what I'm saying? Who had the best best career? Who you think? I mean, I said Nick Cannon just because. I mean, you see Nick Cannon everywhere. He's on all the damn shows, all the singing shows, all the prime time shows. Nick Cannon's the host. Wild and Out. People tell me go so hard right now. I don't think Wild and Out's funny. Not no, not anymore. When it first started. Yeah, when it first started, it was very funny. Yeah, yeah. Now you can tell that it's just like they try way too hard. Now it's more. But I got to give Nick Cannon kudos, but Church was just laying some knowledge on me. Uh, Keenan got that bread in a lot of different areas. And if y'all didn't know, he's heavy on SNL and kind of how Tina Fey was when she branched off to start doing like them big boy movies. Keenan is a little bit funny on SNL when he's doing the big, the Bill Cosby shit and the fake you, news. How did you like Fat Out? Eh, I like parts of Fat Out. I don't dislike it. I didn't. I didn't like. It. I, I, I I don't hate it. If that's what but you want me to say. Time, at the same time, it, it had. I mean, it was only so far they could go. Like, and it wasn't a bad. Movie. It wasn't yeah, a terrible. It wasn't a bad. Movie. Yeah, and Bill Cosby wasn't gonna let you like you know what I'm saying fuck up his iconic characters. You see what I'm saying? Too. But uh, yeah, Keenan, you know. So we think Keenan or Nick Cannon probably is the goats out of that shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, but. All that had a lot of people. I mean, that started some people's not not necessarily started people's music career, but it boosted people's music career. All that was on from 1994 to 2005. And like Nick Cannon's Wildin' Out, I, I picked this when I was looking up this stuff. Like Nick Cannon Wildin' Out, at the end of the show, they would have a musical guest come do a performance. Nick Cannon does that to this day on Wildin' Out. Nick Cannon really, if you honestly think about it, the light bulb just went off as you said it. His whole show is all that without the sketches. His whole show and is all that. Sketches. And it's well, it's like uh whose line is it anyway? Exactly. Improv. Yeah, it's improv sketches. Yeah, yeah. so it's improv with, with the rap group. Mm, there you go. So man, I don't know. I'll, I might say I might be leaning towards Keenan now. Shit. So Fuck it. Saying, he just got he, he getting out myself. Getting all right, well the we we gotta bring this show in. Keenan and Kale. Probably the best show. Uh, uh, I hate to say it, it probably is though, only because I don't know, bro. Hold on. Hold on, B. The Amanda Show might be the asterisk to everything we said prior to this. Drake and Josh is better than the Amanda Show. It was. And that was in the 90s. Hold on, wait. Well, shit, iCarly is better than Drake or Josh to me. And I've only watched like a handful of episodes. Nah, it's Nick. It's It's their sister. Yeah, it's definitely Nick. It's whose sister? It's Drake Drake and Josh's Josh's sister. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, but Herschel, uh, uh, yeah. Back into uh, uh, Keenan and Kale. What's your, the best show? Arguably, in a lot of people's eyes. Fuck it. I put it up there with the Rugrats. What's what, what's the phrase that make make people like this show? Church. Who loves orange soda? Does it make y'all drink orange soda? I mean, life? it did when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I used to go to the store with my granny, hey, when I was down there with my favorite episode on top of the favorite episode is when they moved away and came. No, no. When he was like, I put the screw in the tuna. <laughs> it was me. Hey, that shit was fried. I mean, I like the orange soda episode where he got the rapping about it when they had a little party in the convenience store. That boy was hard. When did they had the, nigga had the, not the, the mouse. Did he not have the most player job in Chicago? Period. Bro. And, and Kale coming in drinking all the oh, orange soda. And don't buy free. nothing for free. The manager ain't even saying nothing. How does how does Nickelodeon start off as pure as it did and then go so sour? Because all those shows were teaching us stuff. 
Like, shit, my bro. Honestly, can I, in, in my research, you want to know what they said ruined Nickelodeon? Mm-hmm. Toy sales. No. SpongeBob SquarePants. Are you ready, kids? They, they said Nickelodeon started paying so much attention to SpongeBob, everything else caught the back burner. The shows that Cartoon Network has right now, Adventure Time, which might be one of Cartoon Network's best shows out right now. They only have one more season to go. Oh, in case you forgot. I like Secret Life of Gumball, by the way. You hear him in the background. Good old Sirens. Y'all know where we at in the studio. Live in the booth. It's giving you hot fire. I'll, I'll tell you how it's like. Hopefully they're going to save somebody. Hot fire. It's mm-hmm. only five great rappers. Dylan, 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 Dylan. Okay, but back to what I was saying. Adventure Time, one of Cartoon Network's best cartoons out right now. Nickelodeon actually had the chance to buy Adventure Time, but passed up on it because they were so worried about the SpongeBob movie that hadn't been yet released. So if Nickelodeon never makes SpongeBob and SpongeBob doesn't attract all this attention, they said maybe Nickelodeon still branches out and has cartoons that can compete with each other, like or shows that can compete with each other, like All That and Keenan and Kel. Or the Rugrats and Doug, or uh, Angry Beavers and uh, uh, all real, and, uh, mon- hey, all real monsters. They don't have that because they're so focused on SpongeBob. But that's something. The Seeds was basically Monsters Inc. Though Monsters Inc. is shit compared to All Real Monsters. Personally, I mean personally, but it was also long, bro. They had like fifty-two episodes. Shit's crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Think about how long that movie would be. It had to be 10 hours. I personally think Monster Inc. is the last great movie Pixar has made. Just throwing that out. I have, I can't, I can't agree I because can't I watched you Grave and that movie is Nah, that, what's the movie with the emotions? Oh, oh Inside, oh, Out, Inside Out. Out. Right, I'll give you that. Serious. Inside Out is Inside hard. Out, that's Brave deep for adults. Yeah. Yeah. Brave tight. Brave is tight. Brave tight. Uh, I didn't really like Up. That's the only one I really haven't liked. I hate Up. But at I the same like time, I just rewatched it a little bit. Nah, I kind of think I gotta go back and watch the whole thing. Touching on your SpongeBob point, SpongeBob was thrown into the the middle of when they were like really, really high. Age. So with that being said, like I did look this up. The highest selling uh, first every anything for any TV show, cartoon, animated is Shrek and SpongeBob, and they differ every year. Like. Some years SpongeBob will take it back. Some years Shrek will take it back, which is it's amazing that Shrek is still getting traction after all these years. I mean, but that's Shrek what, was great when it came out. It was. It was great. When Shrek it is is still great. But if you really look, they kind of stopped caring with SpongeBob. About season four is when they started to suck. Because I mean, really, what's the best SpongeBob episode? Because this kind of ties in the '90s, Nick, too. Okay, you said the, the best, best one to us. Period. Like I haven't, I haven't seen all the new ones. I don't. Sure. Ca- I'm, I will tell you. It ain't one of the new ones. B <laughs> was the top three. They were the one where him and Plankton become best friends. The best <laughs> friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucked with that one. The one where they find out. Uh, Mr. Krabs is making soap out of cooking grease. <laughs> <laughs> and my last one is the magic conch shell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can only take two off top. I gotta go with the Krusty Krab pizza. I feel that. Uh, bro, bro. Pizza? Since you eat, yeah, since me and Church cool. both have children. You cut the Krusty Krab pizza song on anywhere at any time. You have complete control of the room. So if any of my parents, y'all listening, you know, your kids is going crazy. Just cut that on. I promise that they'll just lose their damn minds and relax. Ooh, I can give you another hit. But I got to go with the one where Patrick and SpongeBob were cussing. Oh, <laughs> that motherfucker is so listen, fried. Or anything with Mrs. Puff. Really fried. Look, anything with Mrs. Puff. I can go with the one where they stole the balloon. <laughs> On free balloon day. Yes, bro. Can, yes. I t- can I tell y'all my favorite one? I, it's not even a debate. The episode where SpongeBob ripped his damn pants. Oh. And that ain't the best SpongeBob episode. They oh, no, harmonized I got one. I got the whole one. episode. I got one right with that. Go ahead, because I just thought when him and Sandy are doing karate, karate, and he's trying to get away from. Yeah, I mean, she hibernates. Or when she hibernating, (laughs) 
SpongeBob guy. SpongeBob Who's the most fried character on SpongeBob? It's easy, Patrick. Sandy. No. It's Sandy, B. Sandy Fry. Like, Sandy makes every situation no, worse. No. We know Patrick is retarded. No. Sandy's supposed to be smart and she makes shit worse. Is he really retarded? That's or is the, he really fixing her? That's what I'm saying. Patrick's, Patrick's fried, bro. He's the star, bro. Think about it. Patrick is gross and he needs some hygiene. Think about it. He's a star. <laughs> He's a star. Shit. All right. <laughs> Fuck it, Kenan and Kale, SpongeBob. Shit, we cooking up in this bitch. Another 90s mix show, man, that is a classic and iconic to this day and actually has a movie coming out. I, I, not in October, excuse me. I think it's in November. It's later this year. But Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold might be hey one Arnold. of... Hey Arnold is the GOAT, hey If y'all didn't know, this motherfucker is streaming on Hulu. Now, if you want to, you know, add another streaming service, y'all know we didn't have this debate many, many times. But this might be a reason to subscribe to Hulu. Because you're actually getting, like, real deal content. You ain't got to set your DVR and stay up dumb late to catch this no more. You can just turn it on at your leisure. Watch it when you But, uh, hey, Arnold, I have some theories and some questions about hey, Arnold. Go ahead with the theories first. No, I'm going to go with the questions. Okay. Uh, have you guys ever wondered why all the kids caught the public bus? No. You never wondered that? Okay, well, then I'm going to go into my theory. You ever thought, get the impression that these children were born or it was supposed to symbolize a depression era? Hey. You ever thought about it like that? Hey, I mean, and and Helga's mom like was an alcoholic hey, on Quaaludes. Have you ever thought they were all orphans? That's Yeah, something like that. It has to be like they all were something. But you know what the creator said? He said all oh, that was fun. He said every theory everybody came up with was false. He said he said it's okay for people to make up their own theories, but he said when he wrote the show, he was legitimately just writing a cartoon show, and that's what he wanted it to be. He said when people started running with theories, he was okay with it because it made the show more popular than what it already was. So we know what the best publicity is. Okay, Bowden Darren. Hey Arnold versus the Angry Beavers. Keep in mind, you got... Angry, come hey, on now, Angry Beavers. Hey, hold on, what's the one hey, when they said the Beavers slice of bread? Nineties. I don't know, but Angry Beavers. Like Ninety-seven. This is why I say hey Arnold. But some of the late nineties stuff went this hard though. Say, this is why I say hey Arnold. But I'll choose hey Arnold too. Hey Arnold. I mean, um, Angry Beavers can't even compete with Cat Dog. Cat dog. Was cat dog in the nineties? Cat dog. Fuck it. We we can't keep it cat in the nineties, B, because like the Nick. The Nick was so golden. I think it came out in 99, I believe. Uh, late 99, like December. Uh, but Cat Dog was cold. All right. Yeah, All right. Since we're talking cold. about Cat Dog, shit. What y'all think about my fucking Chalk Zone? Chalk. Who's got the chalk? The chalk? The chalk? Who's got the chalk? 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 Underrated, but uh, Cat Dog came out in '98. But Chalk Zone was underrated, bro. Chalk Zone was like, teaching them real deal lessons about how to cope with bullying, and it was way before his time. And I don't think people was really picking up on it. Man, Chalk Zone was bought from another company too. I forgot who the company is, but um, they had another another. It's the same company that um, Fairly Odd Parents came from. Ah, Barrett. As a matter of yeah, fact, it's not even, it's a TV show. I think it's Kablam. Kablam was so far. I Prometheus think, and oh Bob. God, Kablam might have been the funniest. I think one Kablam of the started like all of these these TV shows that we we didn't even know we was watching. Yeah. Like they were shorts at first. I mean, think about Robot Chicken. Robot That's Chicken, Kablam. Kablam. True that. Shout out to Seth McFarlane. Robot Chicken is so fucking fried. Robot Chicken is fried. You seen this new show called The Horrible Home? I heard it's pretty good. I know a lot of people say it's funny and they like it. So, and if it's name a Seth MacFarlane project you don't like, I can't. Exactly. He's he's batting a thousand right now. He got the TV on me (laughs) and the silver screen. Two hitters. Ted one and two, and then it was another Wild West. He got the Family Guy movies. He got. Hey, shit. I mean, that's really what Ted is, a big-ass Family Guy movie. (laughs) But, uh, 
Fuck it, man. Another show we have yet to talk about. Well, we've mentioned it here and there, but another one of those shows that might be number one or number two on the list gotta be the Rugrats, man. Because you know where they fucked up. When that nigga pulls that fucking screwdriver out his diaper, and you, you know, know it's game. <laughs> Our whole world just changed. You know where they fucked up when they grew their ass up. They did, but that's not the Rugrats. I ain't talking about all grown up. I'm talking about Tommy Rugrats, Meat, Wild Bill. I'm talking about Lord. the babies, bro. That's bro. talking amongst each other. That's talking to the dog bro. down there. Spike know what to do when Tommy called for him. Tommy riding Spike like damn horse in the wild wild west Tommy got a pistol on I his heard head. about this theory that none of these children exist and they all in Angelica's head I've heard that too so that's you know what I actually tried to look that up because I've heard that theory too and I tried to look it up to see if there was any truth or any falseness to it and people say it's true people say it's false so I don't know it's up in the air really. but I mean the Rugrats it, it's iconic Rugrats had three movies Church already brought up the Wild Thornberry movie they had the Rugrats movie where they brought in and this is the thing about the Rugrats movies in the Rugrats movies they always brought in a different so, character not even something they brought in a different character in the Rugrats movie they brought in Dill they had a baby. baby. You cried? They was, was like in the woods. They, 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 they was trying to get back to the crib. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. That's a lot of that's responsibility to go through. I was like, B. Is, he, is Tommy even one yet? You feel me? He has no motor skills. Come on, man. Like, think about all this stuff these babies went through. Tommy was movie. the original shark. Okay. When they got Tommy, I mean, Chucky, your mom. Oh, that's that's movie that's two, movie Rugrats two Rugrats. Rugrats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They added Chucky's mom and Baby Kim. One of the most iconic staples of the '90s that nobody can forget is going to Burger King and getting you a Rugrat watch. I had all of them. I swear, I had all of them. Especially the one that smelled like the banana. Yeah, who's the that best? Was the who's the best involved. character on Rugrats? Phil Lip. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If, hey. I, if I had to pick a favorite character, it might have to be Angelica, man. Angelica say, is a going man. It's either between. Look, I like Chuck. Look, too. I like look. Chuck is scary. Chuck, I like yeah. Chuck. The common sense. Yeah. I like That's Chuck. Why I like the reason. Yeah. My favorite is probably Susie Carmichael. Yeah, Susie. Gotta was mention awesome. the black woman. Susie. Nah, it ain't even that. Just when she came on the show, like she acted like a little black girl. Like, how did they have that right and that perfect in the nineties? See, now, yeah, when black girls get on TV, they act like black girls because they've been on TV so long. But back then, when they nailed that perfect little black girl in all of her essence with the fucking uh, Susie Carmichael was one of. She might be in the top ten of just iconic. Nickelodeon characters, yeah, yeah, just in her own right. She gotta be so first. you know her whole essence about her was love. A lot of people like to jock that style, just like as they swag, which is cool because like how I can hey. I can picture Susie Carmichael as a you want me six seven year old little girl. Was as told by Ginger on Nickelodeon. Someone once told me the grass was much greener on the other side. Shout out to Macy Gray. Shout out Macy Gray. Uh, I fucked with as told by Ginger. That was a great show, bro. Cause her her little brother told was by Ginger came. <laughs> <laughs> they was putting people up on so look. The common theme of all these shows, minus the sketch comedies, was they putting you up on game. Well, how to socialize with one another. So, what like with social media that do kids today know how to do that? Like, I know for a fact, I know men who are scared to approach women because they've never did it before. Mm-hmm. I feel that. What the fuck? I feel that. No. I, I feel that. Some people are um, self conscious, though. I feel the self conscious part. Do it. I, I feel the don't want to do it part. Mm-hmm. But uh, hey, hey, we already talked about a goat on this episode right now. Do I need to refer back to the man who got two jerseys retired? Kobe, you better shoot that damn shot. I mean, Kobe shot his shot, man. I mean, look, all I'm saying is if you're already down, the only thing you can do do is come up. Kobe, you're right. Shoot the shot. Mm. So, fuck it. Anyway, it is what it is. The 90s Nick was like, like I said, it might be the golden one. We might have to come back and get a people, a Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network has some gems. Johnny Quest. Uh, 
Yeah, of course, DBZ. Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo. Cow and Chicken. Dexter's Laboratory. Dexter's Laboratory. I am Weasel. Come on, man. Fuck it. Cartoon Network, it has some. But another gym uh, Nickelodeon had in the 90s, like I said earlier, Doug, man. Okay. ABC Doug or Nick Doug? Nick Doug. I'm not even talking about the ABC Doug. That's why I said Nickelodeon. The, the, the ABC Doug is so poo. The ABC the Doug, Doug ran a little longer, though. The Doug You Need to Go Watch premiered in 1991 on August 11th when Nicktoons premiered, and it ended in 1994. It had 52 episodes. That's the only episode you need to watch. That other shit is really for birds. If you ain't never Shout watched. out Jim Jenkins. Uh, fact about this. Who was uh, your favorite character on Doug? My favorite character would have to be. I don't want to say Judy, but I fuck with Judy. I feel that. <laughs> Skeeter Valentine. My easily, I can tell you my favorite episode is Pork Chop. Yeah, the Pork dog. Chop was. He was on command. When, when he needed. On the yeah. Christmas boy, when he almost died. When he um, ate delivering um, onions. Neither one of those. When they sung the song about all the dogs. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, like, oh I remember when they put pork chop on trial. Pork chop used to go off. But a little fact I was about to drop: Jim Jenkins he made this into a book. And what people don't know is the book never got made, and Nickelodeon never bought those rights. So that's why ABC being shout out to Disney. You know, Church loves Marvel. Shout out to Disney for coming in and do what they did, and they bought it. You know, came in with their bag. I watched the episode of The Blacklist the other day called The Liquid is Concerned. And basically what he do is he goes and, and sees if you have good inventions or good ideas. And he kills you and takes them. Just to <laughs> shelve them. Just to shelve them so you can't destroy big business. This sounds now, like I'm some baby saying, and dark shit. Now I'm not saying that's happening, you know, with there. But what I'm saying is, like, some of these people, like, Doug, Doug was bought just to put up. Yeah. Like, they yeah. didn't want Doug to come back out. Yeah. That's why I came back out on ABC. Definitely true. Like, Shit, fuck it. It is what it See, is. But the 90s, another thing the 90s did that we really don't get much of nowadays. Now, you're going to have to let me explain it because we do get it. With the 90s kid game shows like the Double Dares and the Guts and the Legends of the Hidden Temples and all those older game shows Church was talking about earlier. Like, Figure it out. Figure it You know what I'm saying? It. The, when we put kids on shows nowadays, we got chopped for kids. We put kids on chopped for kids, and we we at we tell them to make us these these gourmet meals. Master Chef Junior with Gordon Ramsay. You know what I'm saying? And we 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 put kids in 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 adult situations. The game shows that Nickelodeon had back in the 90s let kids be kids. You had to worry about getting slimed if you got something wrong. You didn't have to worry about getting kicked off the show because if you lost in this show, you just go sit in the audience and you still chilling and you still getting something at the end of it because you know what? You're doing it because it's fun and you've seen it on TV a million times. But that brings me to my next argument. How? Because I know as we sat there and watched these shows all the time, we thought if we ever got on guts, we would get up the aggro crag in 10 seconds. Or if we ever got to Legends of the Hidden Tempest, we put that damn monkey together so fast. How do these kids get on these shows and not know how to complete the damn mission? Let me tell you. I used to hate when they get all the way to the end and fuck up. I mean, like, what are you doing? Let me tell you how. The only show that was, I felt like, legitimately hard was Legend of the Hidden Temple. Because you had to be smart and athletic. And, and you if you weren't both, call. yeah, you can. But that's where the athleticism comes in hand. Like, some kids were smart, but they were but slow I'm as fuck. Guts was I don't I mean, know. Double Dare was probably the hardest show because you had to rely on a team. Like, you had to rely on somebody else who really didn't know until you got there. Like Remember the show? I can't even remember the name of it, where they had the kids that would come on and people would have to... The, uh, the stars of the Nickelodeon shows will have to guess what uh, the kids had invented or what the kids had Figure done. Figure it out. Yeah, Figure that's out. what it is. That's what Figure it out was Lori Beth Denberg. Mm-hmm. She was a little on that show. Pete that's Pete was on there. Pete, Pete was a... Everybody who was great on Nickelodeon was on that show. Basically. Pete and Pete was really Pete and Pete was so good to the point where they really should have gave him his own show. Because, like, he killed Pete and Pete, grew up, Became a beast on all that, and then they just didn't know what to do with it. And he was 
gone. Yeah, then, then he was fucked up. He yeah, was, yeah but that was like he then he just became a floater, yeah. and okay. then he went away. So I got a question for y'all. One gotta go. Dun dun dun. And I, I was thinking about this earlier this week when I put this together. I was talking to Derek about it. I was like, I didn't know who my last person was gonna be, but then I figured it out. All right, one gotta go. Allen Iverson, Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady. And Steve Nash. Now, before anybody answers, people are gonna say, "Oh, that's easy. I'm gonna get rid of Steve Nash." But can you say Steve Nash so easy? Knowing Steve Nash got two back-to-back MVPs, and a couple of these cats didn't even lead the league in scoring. But let that sink in. So one gotta go. Okay, let me go. Let me go first, Church. Tracy McGrady has led the league in scoring. Allen Iverson has led the league in scoring. Steve Nash has not. But I know in the first MVP, every game he didn't play, they lost. And I think he missed about 12 games. And, and keep in mind, 60 games they, like 62, 62 games. games. Keep in mind, this is a team with Joe Johnson, Amari Stoudemire, Sean Marion. Yeah, Sean Marion, uh, Lior Barbosa. I mean, somebody got orchestrated. Like, it's some, it's some hitters on this team. So... And Steve, and every game that Steve Nash didn't play, you lost. You got to get him in MVP. And there was a one seed so in the I'm West. Saying. All right, uh, who was the fourth? T Mac. You Vince Carter. Hey, Vince Carter. Hmm. He's still in the league. He's still balling. Vince Carter just broke some type of record. I forgot exactly. the longevity of uh, Kobe. He's still dunking. I don't even. I know did see him poke on somebody last I December. Even, I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, uh, I can't get rid of Vince Carter. Fuck it. Fuck it. We can't get rid of T-Mac. Did you see when he dunked on Sean Bradley? Or then when he scored 45, I mean, uh, 13 points in 45 seconds? We know I we're not getting rid of Allen. Duh. That's I mean, weird. Why, come so, on, bro. So, with that being said, it's got to be either Steve Nash or Vince Carter. It got to be. It what? can't be T-Mac because T-Mac. I was thinking either Vince Carter or Steve Nash. All right. One got to go. Who you cutting? Derek on the clock. If I've got to cut somebody, controversial critic. Controversial critic. Can't get a podcast going in. All right. Peace out, Vince Carter. Victorian. Vince Carter. Vince Carter. Jake. Oh, didn't even let it marinate. Because uh, first I said Steve Nash, and I was thinking, I was like, Steve Nash, it ain't even about his two back-to-back MVPs. Steve Nash passing game the impact. Steve Nash, one of so the best much. players ever played basketball. He changed the game on how the pick and roll is ran. Basically, well, shit, his his style and Dan Tony's style is what they run now. Yeah. Golden State Warriors can thank them. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what to I'm play saying. minimal D, so shoot got, as many threes as you can. Yeah. I got to cut T-Mac. What's your reason? I think I know what you're going to say for T-Mac, but I can't say T-Mac. I mean, T-Mac career was great, but... He's a Hall of Famer now, too. He is a Hall of Famer. But all these guys are going to be Hall of Famers. So what does that mean? True, that. But <laughs> That's true. T-Mac career was great, but out of all these guys, T-Mac's career just was a little short compared to everybody else. He never made it out the he first round. Little, he had the most undercomings of all four of these guys. He always played man. on teams that always ran into I injuries. Mean, I, I mean, feel I, that, but if, but if we don't cut T-Mac for that, then I damn near definitely got to cut T-Mac because he don't play no defense. He got two MVPs. He, he does not require to play defense. Oh, oh, so James Harden's not required to play defense? He ain't got no MVP. And he quit. But Steve Nash got two MVPs. He got two MVPs with Kobe and Shaq and LeBron and D-Wade and, like, yeah, and Melo on Denver. Melo was on Denver. That was holy. That was holy. That, that was the holy grail. Right uh, hold on, hold on. Can I dive in? Hold on. Can we side note? I was talking to my boy CZ. Oh boy. And I was like, and he was trying to no. I was talking to my boy Smoke. Shout out to Smoke. And I'm like, bro. Shout out to Corner. Carmelo Anthony deserves this 64th ranking. And they're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, bro, when you really think about it, he's a top 10 talent with a bottom 30 result. Keep game. All right, you can say that the Knicks have never gave him pieces, and you can say Denver was Denver. But at the same time, how many times are we going to get keep? We can keep giving this man a pass when other boys have got it done, unless Damian Lillard has went to the second round of the playoffs with a hurt team. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Great. Shit. I mean, hey. 
Why are we going to keep giving Carmelo Anthony a pass? What's about to happen is he's going to be the greatest talent to never get it done. Like, I feel like he legitimately deserves to be 64, period. I mean, my thing about Melo, I feel like Melo's getting upset. Melo, they giving him as in 64 as top Top 100. 100. Yeah. I feel like that's very accurate. Why not, B? Because at the end of the day, regardless of what you're talking about, you saying all of this shit about Carmelo Anthony. If Carmelo Anthony go to the Cavs, is he not going to drop 40 again? He ain't going to have to drop 40 again. Is Carp, but he is. You want me to tell you why? Because LeBron is going to make sure he does it. Yeah, he's going to get him to rock, and he's going to let him work. He's Exactly. He's let him work. That's what LeBron does. Who does. LeBron fucking makes Kevin Love look good. You're right. LeBron makes everybody look good. He made I mean, Chris Bosh look better. I don't. Because Chris Bosh was doing numbers in Toronto. He makes all the role players look better. He makes all the stars look cool. That's LeBron's problem. Because he does. That's because everybody knows you have to change the game when you're playing with I LeBron. Mean, He's so ball look, dominant. Look, look, all I'm saying is. And his best weapon is passing. So you're right. At the end of the day, Carmelo <laughs> Anthony has never made it out the first round of the Eastern Conference. I like Melo. I just, I don't know. I mean, so, I like that. They did Paul George only did it with a good team. Okay. Like John Wall did it. Isaiah Thomas did it. John Wall's that nigga. John Wall is that nigga. I, I said John, John Wall. Wall I feel like John Wall's about back. five years too late for me. He should have been doing this. Yeah, like, I always believe he had all this ability. I, I coming out coming of Kentucky, Kentucky. I said he was going to be before. Before. No, before he was even at yeah, Kentucky. Jordan, Jordan oh. didn't get his start till he was six years in. True that. LeBron didn't get his start till he was eight years in. Really, I think it was six because he dogged. Uh, I feel like the greatest LeBron moment for me is when he dogged Detroit, when he dropped that 30 in, like, the last part of the fourth quarter. Come on. That's the greatest LeBron moment ever, B. That nigga was pulling threes. He was dunking. He was blocking. I think it was like his fifth year in the league. I don't know what the fuck happened, but he was on tear. He was dunking on everybody. He ain't want to hear shit. He was trying to learn how to shoot. I think that's the year he sat on Dwight's shoulders, bro. Fuck it. But, uh, shit. Closing remarks, church. Man, stay up on these shows, man. Get ready for Gotham. It's going to be something to watch. This Thursday, closing remarks, Just No Ball. Man, I really ain't got too much to say, man. Shout out all the listeners out there. Appreciate y'all rocking with us. Truth in the booth, nice in the round table. We closing out. Good shit, B. Good shit. Yeah, and I'm back. <laughs> so, uh, Just No Ball did his thing. 90s Nick edition was dumb sick. We had a lot of fun putting this together, re- revisiting a lot of nostalgia moments. Uh, and just know, we're going to keep cooking these out, you know what I'm saying? As the year closes, we're going to hit you with a couple of other ones. Uh, might do a Pokemon edition, Digimon edition. It just depends on what you guys want. Make sure you are liking the Facebook page, Dominating Impulse, the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube, Dominating Impulse. Follow us on Twitter, at Dominating Impulse. We everywhere, baby. Wherever you get your pod streams, podcast streams, <laughs> we're going to be there for you. Also, we're working on joining Tidal and Spotify, so you know what I'm saying. It's it's a, it's a multi-step process, and it all came from you guys and your energy, so I got to thank you. My night to the roundtable, Just Old Ball, Jay Church, they did their thing. Shout out to all the support that you fans kick me sometimes i don't even want to talk i just want to talk about y'all and how y'all keep me going i like to tell the story 17 months ago dominating impulse was started with the idea between two guys and in a, in a warehouse there was a uh, me and my good buddy one of the founders uh nick me and him just talking about comics discussing arrow uh, you know what I'm saying? All the plot twists and all that. And then we came up with the idea, hey, bro, let's start the YouTube page. And then we came up with the other idea. Hey, bro, let's expand our YouTube page because we can talk about a little bit more. And let's go in with the podcast so we can really feed the people and talk about a little bit of everything. Sports, media, politics, life, dating, kids, marriage life. You know what I'm saying? There's so many good topics and conversations we can have. I feel like us as a people, black, white, Mexican, Asian, you know, whatever your race, religion, whatever that is, we need to put all that to the side and realize we all need to come together and really be adults and have a real deal conversation. And that's just it. 
Positive vibes all day, every day. Truth in the booth, king of the podcast. I am signing out. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned because there is more to come. And make sure y'all like us on Facebook and tell us, you know what I'm saying, what y'all want, what y'all want us to cook up. Hit up the nights, Justo Ball, J Church. Peace. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? The truth here, dominating impulse. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy the episode. I hope you guys enjoy my nights. I hope you guys enjoy all our hot takes and, you know what I'm saying, all this content we're delivering to you. If you enjoy it, tell a friend and take 30 seconds right after this. Well, this is the end, so take 30 seconds. Submit a quick review. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you hate. Let us know what you want to hear. This is all about you, the fans. Y'all have fed this brand and this movement thus far, so we're going to keep feeding y'all. Truth, can't get a podcast, signing out.